Hello everyone, welcome to the Jumping Double Game Pod. I'm Mark, as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. And Nathan. Hey up. Uh, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm doing alright, apart from a bit of flu, but I will survive. Just a bit of flu. We will survive. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. Yep. I'm doing not too shabby. Everything's Excellent. all good on mine. How about you, Mark? Stressed. Stressed? Oh no. Yes. For the listeners, my laptop's been a pain in the backside. But let's only move swiftly the, on. Only takes the 15 minutes to boot up, doesn't it, mate? So if it could be it. worse. Let's move swiftly on before it explodes. Yeah. So, okay. Do you want news? Yes. I would like okay. to. <laughs> let's have news then. Okay, so, so I'll kick off with some Ubisoft news. Go on then. Ubisoft. Right, okay. Take this with a massive handful of salt. Okay. Skull and Bones might actually have a release date. Okay. No, you're Well, according to Insider Gaming, it is due to release on February the 16th next year. Now, this is after six delays. Yep. Going to be a seventh, I think? Yeah. No, it's, no, it's coming it's out. Be. I've got faith. I've got faith. But it seems like it's currently listed at four, uh, 49.99 on the Ubisoft store, which is surprisingly cheap for an Ubisoft game, I have to say. No <laughs> Full on seventy quid. Although saying that, I think uh, Mirage was cheaper than normal. Um, but there is a premium edition because of because Ubisoft, of course, uh, expected to be another fifteen to twenty pound. So yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. I think I think I'll wait for that one to go on sale. <laughs> yes. Hey, if I do make, get uh, it. Did they go make an appearance to the Game Awards then? Uh, it could do. Or, I mean, if it's been listed, normally that means something's coming soon. If I, I were Jeff, I'd push that one to the side. I just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't need, need that. that. Uh, but yeah, there's that. But do you want more Ubisoft stuff? Shenanigans. Ubisoft, oh. Ubisoft oh, no. shenanigans. Um, so they dropped a clanger this past week. Oh. So uh, completely unannounced. A, a listing for Beyond Good and Evil 20th Anniversary Edition appeared Ooh. on the Xbox Store. Okay. And this was followed by Ubisoft Plus subscribers being able to download and play it. Turns out, none of that was supposed to happen. Oh, dear. And then they tried to basically erase it from existence, Ubisoft. And they were like, <laughs> they removed it from the store. Um, they started claiming like copyright on videos posted to YouTube. Oh, uh, but it's the internet, isn't it? You can't put the genie back I in the box. Well, that's it. Once it's <laughs> done. Um, but Ubisoft uh, realised it was f- uh, futile to try and hide it, so they took to Twitter to say the following. Well, looks like the cat's out of the bag. Uh, dag damn it. Happy 20th anniversary to, uh, to Beyond Good and Evil. While we cannot wait to show you more about the special edition, more news to come in early 2024. An early development version of Beyond Good and Evil 20th anniversary edition was recently released to some Ubisoft Plus subscribers by mistake. We apologise for any confusion and want to assure our community that this version is not indicative of the final game. As we celebrate the 20th anniversary of Beyond Good and Evil, our commitment to delivering a game that meets the high expectations of our fans is unwavering. We're excited to announce that the official launch is set for early 2024, and we're dedicated to making it an experience that truly honours the legacy of the original. Thank you for your understanding and continued support. What is it with these people and their pie fingers pushing these release buttons prematurely? 
Well, not just that, but <laughs> putting all these ads into the previous Assassin's Creed games yeah. for Mirage. It's like they need to get their act together. I mean, let's just hope they don't start controlling the buttons for the nukes. But, <laughs> oh, God. But, but speaking of nukes, Uh-oh. that's a segue onto something else, isn't it? Yes, yes. Some some very exciting news, especially for me. We yeah. got our very first trailer for the Fallout series from Amazon. We did. As the uh, resident Fallout nerd, yep. What's your thoughts? Firstly, I love the aesthetic. I think they've uh, they've captured they've captured more recent games. I'll say, like it definitely looks more like Fallout Four than I would say any of the previous Fallout's. Um, maybe that's just the the color usage of the jumpsuits that they got. It's very bright and colorful. <laughs> Not much on the story other than um, I think the main character is called Lucy. Yeah. And she has uh, she has left Vault 33 for yep. reasons um, that I'm sure they'll reveal sometime later. Um, yeah, like, like I said, the aesthetic as well. I think everything looks looks pretty spot on. Uh, Vault looks as clean and uh, steampunk as always. Uh, I'm trying to think where where it's actually based. Is it in? Um, I can't remember now which which city it's based in. Well, it, the end was showing Los Angeles. Was it Los Angeles? Okay. Um. I probably didn't pick up that. I'm probably bad at picking up that kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, all the like set design and, and stuff as well looks cool. I love the look of the power armors. Did look cool. Love the look of that. Uh, yeah, I just want to know more about the stories of all the characters because it looks as though we're focusing on four characters at least. Um, four mentions. We've got Lucy, who's the vault dweller, who was who's popped her head up to see. What's happened to America? Uh, we've got the Brotherhood of Steel character. I'm not sure if I picked up on the name. It might have been revealed in sources. I've not read anything official yet. Which one was that? Uh, so it's the guy that's on the Vertibird with the um, power armor that's just sat on the seat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is focusing on him. Uh, we've got the ghoul. The, um, yes. The cowboy, uh, I suppose, undead man. I, I, I'm going to tell you now, he's going to be my favourite character. <laughs> oh, yeah, it probably was. It's normally like, if you've ever got like a cool one Fallout, it's normally like the best character. But, but speaking of him, uh, he's played by Walter Goggins, and he appeared briefly in another quick shot of climbing on the back of a horse with a little girl. So I'm going to presume ah, there's flashbacks yes. to before. There could be, yeah, uh, yeah. Because they, they explain that essentially uh, ghouls are essentially the humans that get caught in the nuclear explosion and kind of mm. just end up surviving yeah. somehow. So, um, yeah, it'll be an intriguing character. And obviously we've got our favourite dog meat, the dog that's just hey. munching, on, uh, munching on a red scorpion. <laughs> Not red scorpion, sorry, red roach. Uh, randomly, so... Uh, yeah, I think the the few little um, dialogue bits as well seemed very on-brand humour for Fallout. So, yeah. 
So yeah, I like, I like Terra from how it looked. Um, some of the creatures as well. We've got the the bear. I forgot what they call it. It's like the Yahoo or something. I forget how you how you can pronounce it. I'm really bad with that. Um, and then some very scary looking flower creature as well, which has very many teeth <laughs> and tendrils. So look out for that. No death glows though. But the saving. Oh, them, we gotta we gotta save that saving one. We gotta them, save yeah. that for the finale. Go oh, death glow finale. Yeah. So. Um, no, really like, like look of it. I like the the music choice as well. Yeah, it certainly fitted that uh, that vibe, didn't it? Yeah, that like twenties, thirties, forties kind of style. So, no, I loved it. Really look forward to seeing more of it. I and think, I think some of the CGI was a bit iffy there. A little bit. I mean, it's trailer. They can always touch it up a bit. Yeah, if, still if got, they get a little bit complaints. So, still got four months or something. So. We do because they gave a release date, didn't they? It was mm. April. I want to say 12. 12, yeah. yeah I want to say 12. I think I saw 12. Um, Around there, anyway. Yeah. This this might be a little a bit of a controversial opinion as well, though. But I, Amazon does this. They kind of just, they're a bit like Netflix, you just kind of dump the, the whole season in one go. I, Whereas I think they will. I prefer that kind of weekly format, well, just because. Well, sometimes, some, they have done some shows where weekly format. I mean, I know they are completely different, but the grand total, they drop that weekly. Oh, they do that weekly. Um, Invincible's weekly as well. I'm sick oh, of having Invincible. to wait for each episode. I think with something like this, I, th- I think I think they will stretch out. I, I think it needs to be a weekly thing. It's, it's one of those, there's, there's some shows that it fits just being dumped on than others. And I think some shows kind of lose that... Um, like presence once they get dumped because it's kind of like I like I prefer the week thing because I want to then talk about that show with other people have watched it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like when when it's all dumped and you can binge it, everyone's going to be in different places and there's not there's not it feels a little disjointed the conversation about the show there. It's yeah, you perfect feel like, for people. You feel like you can't talk about it because you feel like you're gonna spoil. Well, that's it because you like you feel like you need to like tiptoe around like oh have you seen like what episode do you want oh I'm a bit heavy then I can't really say anything about this. Or you forget what order things happened in anyway. <laughs> you end up yeah, is that as well? Like the, like something like The Witcher season one would have been nothing bad weekly because it's well I mean storyline's confusing as it is. Yes. So not not trying to get too much of that, but yeah. We'll, we'll see, but yeah, I love the look of this. Um, don't know what your guys' opinions on it, but it's it's definitely down my alley. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. As they just touch that CGI up a bit, I think yeah. it might be, might be quite decent. Yeah, I think it'll be good as well. I'm looking for something else to watch, so a bit of time before that, but I think it'll be good. I'm calling it now, though. I think the first episode will be it, all in the vault, and then the cliffhanger at the end will be the Opening, it. yeah, yeah mm. opening a stepping out to oh, that's, that's an end. I think it might start with the explosions of everyone getting pushed into the vault, and then like going What's to pre- going yeah, to the yeah. title scene after that. Then it's life in the vault, and yeah, then yeah, everything goes to poo. <laughs> do, do we know how many episodes it's going to be? Uh, 
I want to say eight, but to be honest, I might be guessing completely. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Uh, on average, it's about eight, but we'll have to find out. Plus, I don't even know how long each episode is going to be. I imagine about 42 minutes. Maybe an hour for the first episode, then 42 minutes for the others. Yeah, they kind of usually extend the open, the opener and the uh, the finale. Mm. Unless yeah. you're the last of us, and then like every episode's about an hour. I mean, if it if it works, it works. So true. I know. Actually, looks pretty decent. So looking forward to that one. Yep. What else we got? Well, going from a nuke to a big bang. It kind of oh, goes, okay. goes yeah, yeah, it works, it works. Um, I mean, you'll not like this at all, Mark, but uh, <laughs> there was uh, there was a live event happened for oh, oh, oh. Fortnite's, your favorite uh, game, yeah, <laughs> for Fortnite's um, latest uh, season. Yeah, go on then. Leading into the uh, the next chapter, I suppose. So, um. Unfortunately, I didn't get to experience this just because I didn't know it was happening. Um, but well, when there I found out about people the news, that didn't, so you're not well, the only yeah, one. There's, yeah, I heard there was some usual server issues. So <laughs> I was going to say this. When did this happen? When did this thing happen? Uh, it happened last night, eight o'clock. Last night, yeah. Right. PSN network went down for me. Uh, did it? Am I right? <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> what time? We're about eight o'clock. Yeah, around that. <laughs> so I ended up having to switch it off and put Xbox on. I don't know why Xbox worked, but yeah, that's strange. Well, I suppose they might have a bit. Oh, more... they just have better servers. Better it's Microsoft in it. Yeah. Anyway, get a bit sidetracked. So yeah, so Fortnite had the big live event, which um, apparently it mimics the very first live event. This whole kind of meteor sort of landing into the the whole map. And then kind of moved on from there, um, you know, getting like sucked into this black hole of various degrees of universes that was going on. Um, and Epic decided to show off three specific uh, universes that, from my understanding, are all actually going to be f- like standalone games within Fortnite, I think. Not actual like game modes, but like almost like full fledged games. Um, I don't know how it'll quite work, but basically, like the first universe they went into was the Lego universe. So we're now going to be getting Lego Fortnite. Think of that, what you will. <laughs> sure. Um, now it could be Fortnite-esque, or it could be quite Minecraft-esque, because this you, you kind of you saw like the little Lego figures. They're all based off. Fortnite characters kind of building stuff and they were fine though I say little kind of big crabs uh and they were chopping down trees to get resources and stuff so I don't know if it's just going to be Fortnite but Lego-fied or if it's going to be a little bit more than that but I think they'll reveal more that was like the first game the next game is called Rocket Racing uh which has been developed by Cyanix the guys at Rocket League so they're essentially making a racing version of their game for Fortnite. What? Yeah. I, yeah, it's literally. It's, it's like literally Rocket just League cars going it's around Rocket tracks. League, but you race now rather than yeah. play ball. <laughs> okay. Um, 
it had some interesting uh, tracks in it. Like you can, um, there's shortcuts that you can take, jump into, and you can also like magnetize to um, the ceiling as well if you want to do that. Some interesting mechanics. Could be good. I don't know. Um, and then the third one is called Fortnite Festival, which has been developed by Harmonics, the guys at Rock Band. Which, yes, if you think about it, is Fortnite's very own rock band. Well, in this bit, they got um, the wheeled out Eminem, didn't they? To show they did, that yes. They had, they had Eminem on, uh, doing his bit, doing his uh, lose yourself in the moment. Um, and then it suddenly changed into some hellish portal with a massive Eminem singing a new song. I've not yeah. really kept up with Eminem for... <laughs> And then they were just like zapping around, which were quite scary. Yeah, uh, it was a bit hellish. Zapping um, yeah, so like yeah, it was, just there was a like... giant M&M and then as a lightning bolt went, it kind of moved to a different location. Mm. But it was, qu- it was quite frightening, actually. Oh, Seeing a 120 yeah. foot tall M&M <laughs> rapping. Why was it that big? Because he's huge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because he's a mega star. Come on. Um, and then once that was over, um, I think it just pretty much ended. And then we got a bit of a teaser for Chapter 5, Season 1 now, which seems to be introducing trains, um, the riot shield. Um, you can also mod your guns now, so you can have different attachments for guns. So this is becoming more and more like Call of Duty. Uh uh yes yes definitely um and then i mean the other thing out of this that was more interesting was that we're gonna have solid snake in Fortnite now oh no it's It's gonna kill you mark looking at him doing them emotes so we got the ngs2 version um and then there's an alternate skin for old snake as well and then we also got a buff Peter Griffin from Family Guy. I don't know why he's buff, but this <sighs> this has become the mega game for licenses. <laughs> it is literally just turned into that. So I'm, I'm sure I saw some Fall Guys characters in there as well at some point. So yes, uh, when they're going through the different universes, there was a Fall Guy that kind of just flew by. I was just kind of like, does that mean something? Or is that just a little, hey, look, because We've got a fall guy. We shall distract you from sacking people from that <laughs> developer. But here's a fall guy. But there we are. There's there's the new chapter and season coming very soon. I'm, I'm sure Mark is pleased. Pleased as punch. Should I talk about another game that's getting an update? Oh, go on then. Cyberpunk 2077. 2.1 update, because... 2.1? I thought they were finishing yeah. with 2.0. Yeah, because we thought that was quite a significant update, and then they've just announced this other thing. Um, so they wow. had a red, red stream video uh, the other day. Uh, they uh, ran through some new features that are coming. So we're going to get the end cart, which is the Night City Area Rapid Transport Metro system. Ooh! So you can actually finally... ride the Metro. Oh, that's that's wicked. Oh, you'll yeah. be able to like replicate everything from... Um... Edge original trailers. Oh, the original trailers, yeah. There was yeah. Edge Runners as well. Yeah. 
so you could travel between 19 metro stations, which you could actually do in the game itself, but it was like a fast travel point. So it's just like zoom straight there. Now you can actually go in and ride the metro. I mean, you can still use them as fast travel if you want to, but you can go and ride them all. And there's five lines. So it's a bit like the uh, the London Underground. So you have to like Ooh, get off at certain stops and then go. Like, um, I wonder if you'd be able to like travel on top of them. You know, if you wanted to like go oh, climb on the trees. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You can't see. I guess you could just run down the tunnels, couldn't you? So I can't oh, see yeah. why not. Yeah, get run over. I, I suppose you can. Yeah, you probably would. It's smashed by the metro. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, there's a radio port coming, or portable radio. They just cyberpunked it with that name, a radio <laughs> port. Uh, so you can basically listen to the radio on foot. Like a oh, call. that's wicked. Uh, there are some limitations, though. Uh, you can't use it during quests or conversations and what they call fundamental moments where audio is crucial. Or when you're just Makes sense. walking about. You can listen to it as you want. Uh, there's got boss fight improvements. So they showed off uh, some of the fight with Adam Smasher. He's got uh, new abilities that has been inspired by Edge Runners. So taking some things oh, from that very nice. and put it into it. Uh, now, in the game, uh, you meet a character called Claire, and she introduces you into a bunch of races. Mm, yeah. Uh, and these are now replayable. So you can replay oh, them. Oh, fun. Good. Yep. Um, and after that quest is done, so once you've initially done that quest in the game, uh, you get contacted by the race organizer, and then you can re-enter them. But uh, you can earn money and discounts for the autofixer website where you can get more vehicles. So that's the nice thing. So there's oh, a reason good. to do them again if you need it. Uh, speaking of the autofixer, um, there's now a. So in the base game, uh, you can get uh, Johnny Silverhand's Porsche 911 car. And, uh, but they've collaborated with Porsche again to bring the Cabriolet version. Whatever that really means, I don't really. I think it's got no roof for a start. Um, but they were pretty vague about it and they said it will trigger something connected to that car and you'll be able to obtain it. So I guess you just have to play to find that out. But they're introducing five new motorcycles, which I'm quite happy about. Because motorbikes are cool in Cyberpunk. Uh, but interesting, they added the ability to be able to throw knives from your motorcycle. Very oh, nice. like a pop ninja. Yeah. Drive, and drive by and knife you can now do wheelies and flips. Oh, cool. <laughs> that should be fun. Um, now, if you cause harm to certain gangs, they will now be repercussions for doing that, and they will then start to give chase to you. Oh, I should hope so as well. Yeah. Got enough to worry about it, please. <laughs> Uh, but then you get uh, now they've uh, re- they've opened a highway that apparently was previously abandoned. Uh, between I think J- I saw this, yeah. Yeah, between Japan Down and Well Springs, so that's now like fully populated with vehicles and all that. So you can use that as normal. Uh, and then they just finished off talking about uh, accessibility options. So they put a new tab on the menu with a listing of all well the current accessibility stuff and some new stuff to bring in yeah, as well. Good, it's always it's good. good. So, but the update will release on December the 5th, which is today at time of release. Nice. Um, I've got like Go. a debate in my head now of oh, whether yeah. to, if I should continue with my save, considering all this new stuff that's added in. I don't, or, I don't, 
I know I do, I do kind of regret doing it then. But at that point, I thought that's it. That's the pinnacle we're gonna get. Oh, is it? Yeah. I guess I could. I, I might have to start one. again. Yeah. But I have to start again with all these like different. Do it. <laughs> that's all right. I'm sure I'm they've got again. they've got trophies for Phantom Liberty. I mean, if it's New Game Plus, New Game Plus, you know. But I think they've spoken about New Game Plus before, and there's like, it's difficult to try and get it to work. I want to say, I don't think the game has a New Game Plus. No, 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 it doesn't. No, it doesn't, no. But uh, it's something that people keep asking for, but they keep saying, ah, I'm not sure it could be done, due to various factors with your your abilities and that kind of thing. That Mm. could... Yeah, makes sense. That could make a early parts of it difficult basically it might be op for certain things but anyway that's that's the whole point of new game plus isn't it <laughs> no but i think it might cause technical issues in terms of like oh okay ruining quests and that kind of thing well the games are strange to bugs let's face it so let yeah. it happen <laughs> well, yeah yeah but... to be honest I'm, I'm really glad that i didn't get too deep into the game so i'm happy just starting again because i only played yeah. about five hours of it so yeah. So you're going quite lucky. Best, you're, yeah, you're going to go into the best version of it. Yeah. So, but I do hope I know Game Plus. I, I hope they'll make a workaround somehow. Because mm. then I will play it again. Absolutely will. I mean, but I've still got to play Phantom Liberty. So I'll get to experience a lot of this new stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Do you want some genuine good news? Yes. Some love genuine, genuine good, good news. news. Not that fake actual, good news. Some actual good news. So back... Uh, last year, uh, Horizon Forbidden West launched, right? Did. Mm-hmm. And Sony, uh, in conjunction with that, launched the Aloy's Forest project. Okay. So uh, this is this is a summary of it taken from the Sony Interactive website. It says, uh, "So the Aloy's project, uh, Aloy's Forest project, was an initiative is part of our commitment to the United Nations Playing for the Planet Alliance, supported by UNREDD, to raise awareness awareness on biodiversity." In 2022, the UN Playing for the Planet Alliance set a target to plant 1 million trees together with the gaming industry. Uh, together with our PlayStation community and selected partners, Gorilla and Sony Interactive Entertainment have supported a number of reforestation projects around the world. So far, these projects have resulted in over 600,000 trees uh, planted globally and an estimated 1,800 acres of indigenous lands and wildlife habitats restored. Oh, that's brilliant. Nice one. Uh, I'll go through a couple of other projects. I won't go through all of them, but just uh, little pointers. So Arbor Day Foundation in the United States. So uh, they planted 288,000 trees for players who successfully achieved the Reach the Daunt trophy in Horizon Forbidden West. So if you actually played the game, you contributed to that, which is pretty oh, nice. Uh, uh, in Brazil, uh, 333,000 trees are in the process of being planted by the end of this year to help restore 946 acres of indigenous lands of the Brazilian Amazon. Uh, but it also um, came over here as well, to the UK. So, uh, you know, the Eden Project. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, taking inspiration from Seeds of Aloy, which is a thing in the game, uh, the partnership with the Eden Project uh, so far seen the creation of wildflower wildflower habitat in Morecambe, Lancashire, including urban environments. Uh, this new habitat will support local wildlife, aid biodiversity, and connect the local community to the natural world. Uh, then there was a uh, forest bird in New Zealand. Um, Flox, a street stencil artist from New Zealand, uh, 
uh, lent her creative expertise to launch Horizon for the West via a highly visible campaign that took over urban locations across Auckland. Uh, through the use of native plants and eye-catching artwork, the team encouraged social engagement by planting a tree for every social share of the outdoor activity. It's pretty good. Uh, there was, then there was reforestation uh, things in Germany as well. And then there was uh, WWF Canada, not the World Wrestling Federation, but the World Wildlife Fund. Uh, so proceeds from copies of Horizon Forbidden West sold in Canada were donated to WWF Canada to restore one uh, kilometre square of coastal habitat in British Columbia. So yeah, a lot of good stuff going off there. Very yeah, definitely. Help the yeah. planet. Yes. And we all help towards that, so that's good. Yeah, unwittingly, I may have contributed to a planting of a tree. So yeah, it's nice to do. I think when it, when my tree gets big enough, I want it back to put it in garden. As long as it's as long as it's planted, <laughs> I guess you'll plant. take it. But no, that's 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 good stuff. Definitely. Right. I don't know whether this is good news or not, but I've I've got a lot of opinions on this next bit of news that I want to talk about. So let's get into it. So an Arkansas mother is taking on the video games industry for claims that game companies are intentionally addicting kids. So this comes off the back of her son and his decade long video game addiction. So this started out when he was 12 years old and by the age of 16, he dropped out of school to basically dedicate his life to games. And she specifically cited these three games that caused most of her son's issues. So Fortnite, Roblox and Minecraft. Now, she said that as a result of the gaming addiction, he's experienced severe emotional distress, loss of friends inability to limit game playing time, depression, withdrawal symptoms, and and rage and anger. All those were the same things, but anyway. So apparently she did try to stop him, and she basically switched the wireless router off so that he couldn't connect to play his games. And he screamed the house down so much that the neighbours thought she was assaulting him and called the police. Um, a spokesperson's come out since from the Entertainment Software Association and says the industry invests in creating easy to use tools for players, parents and caregivers to manage numerous aspects of gameplay. Claims that say otherwise are not rooted in fact and ignore the reality of billions of people enjoying playing video games as part of a healthy, balanced lifestyle, which for the whole I agree with, because at the end of the day, it's up to him to realise that there's something going on and to put it out and just try and limit your gameplay if it's becoming a problem. And I've got no love lost for the mother either because she should have seen the early signs and done something about it and had a conversation. Like, had it chatted about not turning the router off and saying you're stopping playing games, but have a conversation about why you're playing so many games. Are there any issues in your life? Can we sort it out? Like, it doesn't cite whether she did have that kind of conversation with him, but mm. I think it's a, a failing of his mother. I don't know where his dad were in all this, but... <laughs> well, I, right, OK, let's take a step back. So we're talking about addiction to playing it. So is it is it addiction to spending money on it? No. Or is it, or is it just no, the time? No, it's playing. It's the time, just because time. this yeah, kid, okay. is six, when he was 16, he's, he's 22 now, 
he dropped out of school just to focus on playing video games all day. So it's the time aspect and that it took over his entire life. And that's what she's suing for. Right, that's not going to stand up. No. I doubt it. I'd be very surprised if it did. But I do... I. But, I, but I'm not going to say that the game industry doesn't do things to try and addict people to them. Because I think they absolutely do. I mean, there are predatory practices, definitely in terms there of monetization yeah. of games. I can um, I can agree with that. But I'm just talking about those games in particular. They are. I can understand why somebody might have ended up getting that. Well, maybe not Minecraft quite as much. Yeah, I was thinking Minecraft's a bit of an. I don't out think they're quite. Liar. I mean, I guess that's a time sink. Well, so I think maybe even yeah, probably even to a certain extent, though, like Fortnite, like that's time sink. I can I can understand. Maybe not money. Monetary to an extent. I mean, there is skins and stuff, but it's not like you buy them and it's, you get any advantages or anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I, I think it's, this is just going to get thrown out because it's. I, th- I think it seems yeah, like a bit I of think, an outlier. I think this is an unfortunate story of like there's it sounds like there's been like no real communication between sort of the child and and the mother of kind of like you know uh, like there should be sort of warning signs when he dropped out of school be like okay kind of well why is there something happening at school do you know it's like is he getting is he getting bullied and that's why he's spending a lot of time yeah. gaming you know so like for me personally a lot of my early kind of gaming stuff kind of came from uh bullying and but I also kind of, like, I grew up, yeah. yeah, I also kind of grew up in that early online phase of, like, um, you know, I'm playing Halo 2 online, I'm meeting new people, I'm enjoying playing with these people, um, but it's not taken over my life so much that, like, I've kind of warped reality and stuff of, like, yeah. I know I need to get out of bed, I know I need to kind of get up at a certain time, when to eat, when to, like, you know, go out and do stuff, so... I think there's more something underlining there for, well, this guy now that hasn't been found or is hidden. And I don't think the mother's really kind of done enough. And I, I feel bad kind of saying that as well. Like, maybe he's just well, we like complete... That, well, that's we, it. We, we, don't, we, know we don't know. We're just speculating at this point. Like, the mother could have tried everything. Like, maybe he's just, like, totally sure out. He just doesn't want anything to do with her so long as the internet's on, you know. Um, we don't know. It's uh, it's just a shame that she's kind of gone down this route. Like, maybe this is kind of like she didn't know what else to do and this was, like, her only, like, next option that is kind of blame other people rather than... Yeah. Well, apparently she's... Um, well, the, the money that she's suing for is due to the degradation of his life. Um, as he's dropped out of school, he can't get a job, so it's try and try and cover him financially, really, due to what the video games have done. I, I, hate, when they say, I hate when they say that as well, though. Oh, he's, he's dropped out of school, so he can't get a job. But I've done plenty of people who have dropped out of school and are working. I think that's just lack of effort from his point. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the kind of person going out looking for jobs. So. Yeah, it's like I I know I've got a family member who 
probably in a, a similar situation to be honest like for for as long as i've known them they've kind of they dropped out of college you know and, and spent all their time in their room and stuff and it's kind of heartbreaking to see like i, I don't know for circumstances around it but it's just a shame uh, i think it's a real shame for the story and um i hope they both get kind of the help that they need yeah. I think, yeah, I think agreed. I think there's important points to be made in it. Yeah. About addiction, again. Because I think a, a while ago we talked about addiction with video games, and we we know it's a very much a real thing. Um, but I can't see this going anywhere in particular, from a legal standpoint. Yeah. But it's, an, f- it's an unfortunate event. It just Yeah, not certainly. I, I always feel that when when people say they have like addiction to game it's always there's something underlining that addiction like something has caused them to go to that yeah it's never like the games cause the addiction it's something that's led them to it yeah and there's always like a trigger now, mm. and now like they just want to be in gaming because the real world it's frankly awful. sucks so yeah that's true so it does, it does indeed Right, well, from one story relating to the ESA to another story that relates to the ESA. <laughs> the ESA? The European Space Agency? ESA. No. The oh, Entertainment yeah. Software Association. Ah, those ones. Those ones, yes. So, I think I think you guys would, would probably agree with me that, you know, when you're growing up Christmas, you know, you'd always want, like, your favourite game or maybe your favourite game console or whatever was... was was coming out growing up, you know. I, lo- I always loved my my yearly WWF slash E games when I go for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, according to a recent report that was published by the ESA, uh, kids these days, oh, especially those oh, in the United oh, States, I bet I can guess what this is, but don't really want <laughs> games anymore. Oh no! But they want what? something I, else. I know where this is going. So, uh, according to a report. Uh, by the ESA uh, for kids between the ages of 10 and 17 in the United States who were asked what they would like for Christmas. Uh, 72% of the response was video game related. But about 39% of that was that they wanted something related to game subscriptions or potentially currency. Mm-hmm. For games such as well Roblox, Fortnite, and yeah. Grand Theft Auto Online, and that's the fault of the industry. <laughs> and that's the fault of the industry, yes. Sorry, I'll do I'll do a bit of retraction. Sorry. So 39% was game subscriptions. Closely behind that was in-game currency at 29%. So a bit of a split. Subscriptions, I can imagine being like battle passes or even game pass. Um, and following quite a distance behind, maybe not too much of a distance, at 22% was physical video games. That's me. So, I'm in the 22%. You're in the 22%. Wait, you're between 10 and 17? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. He lies about his age. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit depressing. 
To be honest, I can see it because our nephews want Roblox. Robux, sorry. That's what they want. Oh god, my 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 nephew wants V-Bucks. It's because the industry has, has taught them that they want this. They don't actually want it. They do though. You should <laughs> no, see they it. They don't actually want it. You should see it. My nephew's absolutely like addicted to Fortnite. I hope it doesn't fall like like the last story. You can't open, but... <laughs> you can't open V-Bucks out on Christmas Day, can you? Who or cares? Can you? Get get it banged in into into account. That's all you care about about the point. That's it. No, you want to open a physical thing, don't you? No. Do you remember unboxing Not a console anymore. on well, Christmas I, Day? I would Kids personally don't. love a physical thing, but nowadays... Kids, what are you doing? Come on, sort <laughs> your lives out. I, do, I, I can't remember who said it, but to paraphrase, you will own nothing and you will like it. Yep. And that's what it is. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, you, you've, you've got a... Have you got a niece or nephew, Mark? I've got four of these as nephews. Are they, are they that kind of gaming age? Um, but you're, you're going to say they're all about like 30 something? <laughs> oh no, they're all of varying the ages. ages. They're all of varying oh, ages. ages. If, uh, if any of them asked you for virtual currency in a game. Oh, Mark would gift. not entertain it. He'd be like, <laughs> you're like, having nah, a lump of coal <laughs> yeah. and a carrot or something. Nah, I would never get him. There you go, here's some socks. Spend hey, socks that. were a decent present. Don't put socks down. I, socks I go through socks it. like, I, I, I want this. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, you don't want socks, but as an adult, I'm like, give me those socks. Do you know what? I even like Lynx Africa now because yeah. like, I, I use this every day. <laughs> yeah, give me some smells. Like, give me some, yeah, that's it. Like, it saves me buying it. Give me some two-in-one conditioner shampoo. (laughs) I just like practical things now. Things I can use and that will be useful. That's it. Yeah. Just just give me money so I can spend on FIFA points. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I just get, like, vouchers now. Mm. I just ask for crap like teapots. Teapots? (laughs) (laughs) Well... That brings us very nicely onto our final thing. <laughs> so, oh, do you guys like tea? Yes. I love tea. Do you guys like Yorkshire? Oh, I know where this is going. Yes. I do. Love Yorkshire. I'm from God's, Yorkshire. God's county. Yep. Yes. So that must mean you like Yorkshire tea. Now, yeah, I'm a bit right. of a Tetley man myself. Oh, don't no, say that. Don't swear. <laughs> Kick him off. Kick him out. <laughs> So amazingly, uh, Yorkshire Tea have inexplicably decided to release their own branded PS5 and Xbox controllers. These are wild. So they are designed by Poppy Art and they show the signature Yorkshire Tea logo and the familiar countryside background um, that we all know and love. Uh, But they fetch for a rather hefty price tag of £150 each. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather save that and give I'm, myself I'm a, not... a leak control or something. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was so close to buying one of these. On... I'm, oh, I'm surprised you, you haven't. I bet you. I'm surprised you haven't got two already. Yeah. One of each. I thought you were just I thought you were just going to whip one out now and say, there you go. <laughs> whip one <laughs> out. <laughs> the T, yeah. not, not a controller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's my Yorkshire. Here it is. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I was close to buying it, but I ended up buying a keyboard instead. 
a Yorkshire tea one. No, unfortunately <laughs> yeah, not. No. I thought they were branded out, but <laughs> no, a keyboard that you can play. Ah, ah musical, musical keyboard. keyboard. Ah, I yeah. see. Okay. Ah, Jinx, Touchwood. Sorry, we said that at the same time. <laughs> Uh, would you like to hear the sales pitch that was on the website? Oh, go on. Go on. Love a good pitch. So it's titled The Power of Tea. Ooh. Picture the scene. You're facing down a boss with three heads and a hammer as big as a truck. Armed with nothing but a rusty sword, you looted from a guard. Gulping, you look down at the controller in your hands, wondering if victory is even possible. And you see it. The reassuring branding of your favourite tea. Yes, you say to yourself, I can do this. You begin the fight and are immediately one-shotted. You're clearly <laughs> way too low level for this area. On behalf of Yorkshire Tea, we would like to apologise for this and any other in-game mess-ups caused by the powerful feeling of self-belief our controller will fill you with. Uh, do, do you know what? After that, it's worth 150 quid. <laughs> it's, <laughs> even if you right. lose, it reassures you and that's what you need sometimes. Indeed. Also, other tea brands are available. Actually, no, nah. they're not. Now they're not. No. These are the Yorkshire Tea or Yorkshire Tea Gold. They're the only options. You know what? I was trying to think like what game they might have been referencing with an enemy that's three heads and a hammer in its hand. I can't think of. <laughs> can't think of any game that might be that. Three heads, Cerberus, Hades. Actually, no, Cerberus was nice in the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was a nice bloke. <laughs> nice bloke. <laughs> yeah, pretty much on. <laughs> but uh, I think those pads look terrific. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, end, end this, end now. Yeah, end I think now. it's time to end there because I think the pun police are coming for me. So if you enjoyed listening to us, please consider tuning in next time. We release weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com. Uh, follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, you can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Take care. Ta-ra.